0: Strap in. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show. The show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone. Hello everybody, this is Walt Blackman and welcome to The Walt Blackman Show. Today we're going to be talking about how we can get control of this out of control spending that we are seeing coming out of this administration. That and more on The Walt Blackman Show. So go ahead and buckle up, get ready, and let's get busy on The Walt Blackman Show, the No PC Zone. Hello, everybody. It's Walt Blackman. I hope you're having a great day. We're going to be talking about the president's FY23 Budget request. Now, just we already know that there's a 40 year high in inflation. We know gas prices are up. We know that food prices are up. We know that prescription prices are up. We know that uh, folks can't afford to pay their premiums for their health insurance and their their vehicle insurance or home insurance. And now we've got some crazy spending in the White House, and we need to be talking about how to work on solutions to stop. That type of spending. Now, in uh, in March, this past March, the president uh, rolled out his FY twenty three budget request, and he said is he said, and this is a quote from uh, President Biden. He said it sends a clearer message that we value physical secu- uh, physical responsibility, safety, and security at home and around the world, and the investments needed to continue our equitable growth and a build a Better America. I never I never really got that bill back better. I, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. But that's another, that's another deal. Now, his proposed spending package is $5.8 trillion. And in this proposed uh executive budget, $1.6 trillion for discretionary spending, which is nearly a 9% increase. $813 billion in defense spending, which is a four-point increase, $829 billion in non-defense spending which is another 5% increase, and then $1.3 trillion in deficit reduction over the next decade. Now, you have to, you have to know that in, his, in this, his, his, his budget or his spending plan, the budget does propose for, or includes uh, funds for mandatory and discretionary spending. So, let me tell you the difference between the two, because there are two types of spending as we'll talk about, mandatory and discretionary. So mandatory spending covers programs governed governed by, like, provisions of uh, permanent law, which uh, means spending on mandatory programs. It's on autopilot unless Congress changes the law. So those things uh, that are basically uh, the mandatory spending, you got uh, Social Security, Medicaid, agriculture, subsidies, uh, nutrition assistance, those types of programs are mandatory spending spending those that's on automatic so really quickly when you hear that uh when you see a budget that is blown up and then you have representatives that don't uh sign on to a crazy budget like the one we see in DC a crazy budget and then you see these commercials that says the military is not going to get paid because republicans have not signed on to the budget that's a lie. That's mandatory spending. That's on autopilot. That, the military will continue to get funded. People will still get their paychecks. Discretionary spending is determined on an annual basis by Congress. Congress holds the purse strings of this. The discretionary spending is money that goes, you know, that, that, that value goes up and down. Are we going to spend X amount of dollars or are we going to reduce spending on this particular program, or that particular program. So discretionary spending, ladies and gentlemen, is the opposite of automatic. It, it means it's not mandatory. And it has to be revisited every single year. The problem is we have we have people that want to spend more in the discretionary category and increase that spending. Now, what I have heard is that Democrats believe that this budget is about their values, but it really isn't. This budget does not address or mention the inflation cost, the border crisis, debt crisis. It doesn't even talk about parents. And it doesn't. What it does, it hurts American families. You know, the, the president's budget, the, the 2023 budget, deliberately makes, let me tell you this, it deliberately makes every crisis that he creates worse. It makes it worse. Now, this budget that that, that Biden wants hits American families, hits job creators. You know, $58 trillion in taxes, including nearly one trillion in tax increases on families and, and folks that are trying to create jobs. Come on, is this the type of budget that we need? Right, now? it isn't. You know, here is the deal, ladies and gentlemen. After inflicting the worst the worst inflation on American families in 40 years, this president's new budget is a blunder. It has tax heights in it that hit the middle class, hit small family businesses, and inflation only makes it worse. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And that's why it's important to understand and know the, the, the difference between the discretionary and the mandated spending. And we need to make sure that we are reining in this irresponsible spending that we see. Now, let's talk about the tax increases on this. So, the budget proposes a $2.5 trillion in new taxes. This is the largest tax increase in history, ladies and gentlemen. I will say that number again, $2.5 trillion in new taxes. It's the largest, and it's the largest in history. But the White House claims that it will lower the deficit by more than a trillion dollars over the next decade. Come on. It's that simple math. It raises the corporate tax rate, The um, correction, it raises the corporate tax rates from 21% to 28% and increases the top individual brackets to 39%. And it also, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't noticed this, imposes a 20% minimum tax on households worth more than a hundred million dollars. Come on now. So what this means we break it down that households households are subject to a to a tax that would owe the difference. That will owe the difference to make to make it up, is what they're trying to do. So once again, we see an administration that is trying to punish those who are successful and give it to other people. That's insane. And we need to look at how this affects taxing on capital gains and how it hurts those that have or hold the capital gains. It repeals tax breaks for oil and gas. Think about it. We, at the gas, you know, the gas prices are crazy at the pump. However, his new budget, his proposed budget, repeals tax breaks for oil and gas producers. You know, it's 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 insane, and I keep looking at this, and I'm like, every you know every line gets worse and worse. It it, it, it's, it just gets worse and worse and worse. It's it also has a provision in there where it carries it's it's a carried interest, and it ends tax deferrals. Now, how in the world? Does somebody think that that's good for Americans now, what Congress needs to do is pass legislation to bring the u s into compliance with an agreement and that agreement, if you think about last uh, last October, there was agreement there was requirements um, there was an agreement made on tax advantages um, and trust um to, ha- to control this tax and and eliminate uh, gift and estate tax this administration is trying to limit that. This administration is trying to eliminate that and what they want to do is impose a minimum tax of fifteen percent increase on the corporate tax rate for companies what revenues that are well above eight hundred million dollars, so for example, if a company ships its profits to a low tax country, they'll be faced with a top up tax in their home country to pay so 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 we're not allowing companies to save money where they can save money so they can produce more goods for Americans. What this administration is doing is going after these companies by increasing the corporate tax rate to 15%. Now, in order to fix this, Congress needs to pass legislation to bring the U.S. into compliance with an agreement that protects corporations, protects them from that 15% corporate tax increase. That's what needs to happen. And, you know, I got to tell you, you know, just looking, just looking at, I mean, it's hard for me just to phantom, you know, this thing. Let's talk about other taxes. Let's talk about what the IRS is doing in his tax package or his proposal. The IRS would receive a 12% funding increase, $14.1 billion to allow for hiring and additional employees to boost tax compliance enforcement efforts. So let me break that down to you. American taxpayers are paying $14.1 billion so the IRS can hire people to enforce tax compliance. They call tax compliance enforcement officers. There's no discussion on a permanent child tax credit or expanded earned income tax credit beyond uh, his program. But the President does support the increases. Let's look at public safety. You know the budget request uh for public safety is thirty two billion dollars twenty point six billion is going to d o j six point two billion is going to discretionary mandatory funding of the j of the d o j like grant programs. Uh, community violence intervention programs. $2.8 billion of discretionary funding is going to community-oriented policing. At least they're not defunding the police like, as they want to do. $106 million for to expand body-worn cameras. However, ladies and gentlemen, that is only going to FBI, DIA, and U.S. Marshals, and ATF. It's not going to these smaller communities that have a lower budget in their police budget to buy body cams, which this administration wants to make mandatory. And there's also money in here that go to, like ATF and criminal justice reform, and we got all that. But let's talk about border security in his budget. Now the administration requested for the border security and immigration programs 15.3 billion dollars over the course of the next 4 years. Now that money is supposed to go to US Customs and a Border Protection and it is a, it is up it is up from 14.7 million dollars our billion dollars that was appropriated, correction, million dollars that's appropriated to it. Now, are they really protecting the borders? No, because what we need is at our at our border is like security technology, security operations. You know, we need border patrol aliens agents uh, to be down there at the border, stopping these people that are coming through. So we need, you know, if we look at the analysis, we need about 300 new border patrol agents at the border. And, and, and that funding is not there. It's not coming from the federal government. It's not coming from, it's not in his policy or his budget ask. Now, we have a record number of people coming through the border. With Biden's plan, Biden's plan, would only fund 25,000 beds. That's a 25% cut decrease of beds and border officers. And why in the heck are we paying $494 million for non-citizens processing and care costs? This is out of control, out of control, spending. We need to be making sure that let's look at our energy production because, you know, gas is a big deal. So, so, you know, that's a big deal to people. How much gas costs and our energy production rates have plummeted. We've gone from 270, correction, $237 million for energy production to 51 million dollars for thinking for, for production of renewable energy programs there's something wrong with that and for drilling they're you know they've increased non New, you know, new inspection fees and, and just it's just is this crazy. So here here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. They are spending more money in climate environment than they are protecting our borders. That's the truth. It's a thirty percent increase on climate environment. However, it's a decrease at the border or energy production. Those are the things that are in his budget. And if we don't, if we don't get a hold of this out of control spending, we are going to see we're going to just spend ourselves right off of a cliff. We're going to see ourselves just get beat down financially as we are getting beat down now. Is there is there a recession coming? I believe there is. I believe there is a recession coming. And if we, you know, and it's it's insane. It's insane how we are just, you know, they're talking, they talk about this America rescue plan, this America rescue plan. And if you look in a budget at this America rescue plan, the Build Back Better Act, that's supposed to actually cover agriculture and education and energy and commerce and judiciary, all these things to build back better deal. That bill is filled full of green new deal. And we talked about that before. Now, back in November last year, the house passed A bill, $1.7 trillion, Build Back Better Act, H.R. 5376. Only one Democrat joined all the Republicans to oppose the bill. Why? Because this bill increases spending. But you want to know what they did, ladies and gentlemen? They passed this Build Back Better bill before they got the CBO cost estimate. Yeah, they passed the bill before they figured out that it was going to cost three hundred and sixty-seven billion dollars over ten years. We don't care. We're just going to pass a bill. And also, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no estimate in there for uh, any potential revenue that will come from uh, uh, an increase from the IRS enforcement tax laws. You know, there there's there's nothing in there. And according to the JCT, and and if you don't know what that is, um I'm sorry about using acronyms, JTC is the uh, joint committee on taxation. According to the J T C thirty percent of families are making between fifty to seventy five thousand would get a tax cut of at least hundred dollars next year. Ooh. hundred dollars. But they don't go on to say that in 2023 only 3.5 of those families would receive a tax cut. So if you're only getting 100 bucks. 2023 only 3.5 families are going to be able to receive those things. It's insane what's going on with the spending. It's insane that we are not holding these folks more accountable. We are not holding these people accountable about what they are spending our money on Homeland Security, $400 million for cybersecurity programs, how about we stop sending $40 or $40 million billion overseas and put that into Homeland Security? How about we do that? But we're not going to do that, ladies and gentlemen, because this is where we are at right now in this country with overspending, a 40-year high in inflation, and we are seeing cost go up and up and up and up, and people have had it. So when we're talking about spending, and we're talking about inflation costs, and we're talking about a possible recession that we could be facing in this country because of irresponsible spending, we had, better, we had better take hold of the reins on this thing and make sure that uh, we're doing the right thing by keeping these folks in check that are spending out of control. The Congress has a responsibility to control the purse strings of this country. But when we have a Congress that is dead set on free government giveaways, then we are going to continue to see this. That's why I always say, even if the Republican GOP party takes over the House, we have a responsibility as conservatives to make sure that we are not spending, that we are not recklessly spending, that we are not just throwing money down the drain, taxpayer dollars down the drain. And I will tell you, as someone who is running for Congress, who will be in the United States Congress, anything that I see that has an increase on spending, on non discretionary items, as we talked about in here. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I'm gonna be a no on those things. We shouldn't increase our spending. We should pay off our debt. We should pay off our debt to China. We should pay off our debt to Japan, which holds 17% of our debt. But we're not doing that. What we're doing is we are spending money, out of control spending. Will, end, will, will put us in a financial ditch that we cannot get out of. That's why we need sound conservative policies at D.C. to stop this reckless spending. And that's why it is time for us to step up as Americans. Not to riot in the street, break windows, flip up cars, and beat up police, but to stand up as physical conservatives and let our voices be heard that this will no longer be allowed. Every American in this country, because of our debt, owes over $234,000. By 2025, that will be doubled. If we don't get a control of this, we're going to see some real problems, some real problems come out of D.C. that's going to affect us all. I'm Walt Blackman. And I hope you enjoyed that segment of The Walt Blackman Show. We'll be back tomorrow talking about national security and how we protect our shores, not just the border, ladies and gentlemen, but how we play a role in NATO tomorrow on The Walt Blackman Show. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone.